Good afternoon. Israel's response to the atrocities of Hamas will change the Middle East. That prediction from Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu came as the Israeli Air Force continues to pound Gaza. This is a live shot of the Palestinian territory where 70 targets have been bombed in the past few hours. The Air Force says the area targeted is a terrorist nest. Authorities say this is where plans to strike at Israel were drawn up and executed. The first Australian killed by Hamas terrorists in Israel has been identified. The 66-year-old grandmother was found outside her home at a kibbutz five kilometres from the Gaza border. Hewitt Feld reports. Galit Carboni, a grandmother who was raised in Sydney but raised her own children here in Israel on a kibbutz called Bera, just five kilometres from the Gaza Strip fence that separates Gaza from Israel. She lived in the shadow of Gaza for so much of her life, but it's clear now that when Hamas terrorists came through that community on the weekend that Galit was among the victims, at least 100 in her town. That's 10% of its population. A scene repeated right across kibbutzes in southern Israel at another kibbutz called Kafar Azar. Israel has revealed among the scores of dead there are at least 40 children and babies with gruesome details emerging about their deaths. Hamas has continued to fire rockets into Israel for much of the day. Ashkelon was the focus uh, for Hamas today, although the Iron Dome defence system managed to knock most of them out of the sky. As Israel continued to pound Gaza from the air, there are horrifying scenes of the damage inside Gaza. It is clear that civilians are among the 830 Palestinians who have been killed and there is worse still yet to come because Israel is still preparing for its anticipated ground invasion to begin soon. We've seen quite a few troop movements and weapons being moved into place down in southern Israel today. The focus of that ground operation will be to dismantle Hamas's terror capacity but also to try and free those 100 to 150 hostages that are still being held inside Gaza taken across the border by Hamas. US President Joe Biden has condemned Hamas as sheer evil in his first public remarks since the attack on Israel began on the weekend. He's emphasised his shock over the breadth and brutality of the assault. US Bureau Chief David Woodward is in Washington, D.C. This was a powerful and personal address to the world from the US President Joe Biden denouncing in the strongest possible terms the terror organisation behind this horrific attack, Hamas, a group he called sick, and the embodiment of pure evil. This was an act of sheer evil. More than 1,000 civilians slaughtered. Moss offers nothing but terror and bloodshed with no regard to who pays the price. If there was any thought the United States wasn't rock solid in its support of Israel, that was put to bed today. A situation room call between Biden, his chiefs and the Israeli PM ending in commitments of more munitions and more Iron Dome interceptors. We stand with Israel and we will make sure Israel has what it needs to take care of its citizens, defend itself and respond to this attack. There's no justification for terrorism. There's no excuse. It's confirmed 14 Americans have now been killed, at least 20 more missing, now feared hostages of Hamas. And while the US is committing specialised hostage negotiators, Biden's Security Council spokesman, Rear Admiral John Kirby, confirming to 7 News, US troops won't be deployed. 
There are no plans or intentions to put U.S. combat troops on the ground in Israel in this conflict. Scenes like this. Demonstrators vilifying the Jewish community in Sydney and around the world also drawing anger from the White House today. Absolutely repugnant, reprehensible comments. We fully uh, uh, re re repute those, that kind of sentiment. Proving America's commitment, in a few hours the country's top diplomat, Secretary Antony Blinken, will depart Washington for Israel, meeting with top Israeli officials, but hammering home that message of support. Police have banned a pro-Palestinian rally that had been planned to take place in Sydney on Sunday. As Taylor Aiken reports, it follows widespread anger after a similar protest outside the Opera House on Monday. Good afternoon. Well, two days on from the pro-Palestinian rally that began here at Town Hall and ended at the Sydney Opera House, the political fallout is only intensifying as the same group promised to rally this weekend. Chris Minns apologising to the Jewish community this morning after the lighting of the Opera House sales led to a volatile anti-Semitic protest on Monday night. I really want to make it clear to the Jewish community that I want to apologise to them. Taking responsibility for the events as Premier, including for under fire Police Minister Yasmin Catley, who along with the Attorney General said members of the Jewish community should stay home. The Sydney Jewish community should not feel unsafe in this city. But some Jewish Australians admit they don't feel safe. Police launching Operation Shelter, stepping up patrols at Jewish schools, retirement villages and synagogues. Also ruling out a repeat of Monday night, not authorising another planned rally at Town Hall on Sunday. Protesters saying they will go ahead despite police warnings. We're talking about people in Sydney who have families right now in Gaza being bombed. If people show up on Sunday, um, if that's the date that the organisers persist with, um, they will be met by a strong police force. Organisers say that won't be necessary. They're planning a peaceful protest to ensure Palestinian voices are heard too and they're practising their democratic right to protest.